Hi there. Today, let's talk about how to use more interesting, vivid words again. It's fine to use simple words when you first start to speak English, but as you improve, you'll want to understand a broader range of words. And then gradually, you'll find yourself using a broader range of words too. That's how you improve. So last time we focused on this, we looked at I'm hungry and I'm thirsty and at some of the different ways that English speakers might say this. That was podcast 584. So let's focus today on using some more vivid language for ways that you feel. Do you sometimes feel excited or enthusiastic? Let's have a look today at different words you can use in English to make these phrases more interesting and more expressive. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. Just before I do that, a word to say that this podcast is coming to you in audio only. We've been making two videos a week for a while and now we're just going to do one video and one audio podcast each week. The idea is that we've got many, many more projects that we want to do for Adept English and this will enable us to bring them to you in 2023. So there will be more exciting news on the Adept English front in future podcasts. Okay, so you want to stop using boring English words and use more interesting ones instead. So how do English speakers express enthusiasm or excitement? Well, the obvious way to say it, I'm excited. That's E-X-C-I-T-E-D. So someone may ask whether you're looking forward to your holiday and you reply, I'm excited. It's a couple of years since I've been on a beach holiday. Or you might be about to start a new job. So you say, I feel nervous and excited at the same time. Nervous, N-E-R-V-O-U-S, means a little bit scared, that type of excitement. So how else might we say we're excited? Well, if you've just had good news, say one of your family is pregnant or someone's just had a baby, you might say, I'm delighted. That's D-E-L-I-G-H-T-E-D. And delight, D-E-L-I-G-H-T, is a noun in English too. You might hear the phrase, to my delight. That means you were really pleased when this particular thing happened. To my delight, my neighbour brought round some gin and tonic. You might also hear this word delight as a noun in the context of something we call Turkish delight. It's a rose-flavoured jelly sweet and it's called lokum in Turkish, I understand. But the word delighted is what you'll hear more often. And that means we're really pleased about some good news, usually. If you're a member of the royal family, or perhaps you're just a bit posh, a bit upper class, 
In that case, you might say, I'm thrilled. That's T-H-R-I-L-L-E-D. Whenever there's a royal announcement of a pregnancy, a marriage or a birth, British royal family members all say, I'm thrilled. So use this if you want to sound upper class. But for most people, delighted will do. I've talked before about hobbies and interests recently and actually how important they are to your well-being. That was in podcast 603. Well, if you have an activity that you're really interested in that really excites you, you might call it a passion. P-A-S-S-I-O-N. I have a passion for horse riding, perhaps. And the adjective you might use for the way you feel here, passionate. P-A-S-S-I-O-N-A-T-E. You could say, I'm passionate about horse riding or I'm passionate about gardening. Another way in which we might use this word, if our beliefs are strong, you might say, for instance, be passionate about women's rights or passionate about the environment or I'm a passionate believer in animal welfare. So to be passionate about something, it means you care. You really, really care. And still in the context of things you like doing, if you're excited about an activity, you're excited about doing something, we might say you're keen. That's K-E-E-N. That means that you're really excited and ready to do something. My nephew is keen to try windsurfing. Or my uncle is a keen fisherman. Another word for this is eager. E-A-G-E-R. The difference in meaning perhaps is that keen tends to be more permanent. Whereas if you're eager to do something, it's a bit more of the moment, a bit more temporary. I'm eager to see the wedding photographs. Or I'm eager to try out that new restaurant. My eagerness, and that's the noun to go with eager, will be satisfied by doing this thing, possibly just once. Whereas if I'm keen on something, I'll probably want to do it lots of times. Enthusiastic is another adjective which shows excitement. That's E-N-T-H-U-S-I-A-S-T-I-C. And there's also the noun enthusiasm. E-N-T-H-U-S-I-A-S-M. This one is a good general all-round word that you can use in lots of contexts. Like I said in podcast 603, I think that having enthusiasm is really important, good for your well-being. Another type of being excited, and this one can have a bit more of a negative flavour. You're a bit over-excited maybe. How you may get if you've had too much coffee or there's just too much excitement. So these words for being excited have a slightly negative flavour. You might say, I'm wired, W-I-R-E-D. If you're having a strong feeling that you can't contain and you want to take action, you might say, I'm all fired up, F-I-R-E-D-U-P. So this could be with enthusiasm, some more positive. I'm all fired up. I want to get on with the task that requires energy. I'm all fired up. Let's go and sort out that mess in your bedroom. 
I might say to my son. Or all fired up can mean that you're a bit angry about something. You want to get going on sorting it out, fixing it. I'm all fired up. I'm going to go and speak to that neighbour who's parked their car over my driveway. Other ways to say this? We might say you're worked up or you're keyed up is another way of saying this. It means that someone is experiencing strong emotions, a strong reaction. And another way still that we say, he's getting all hot and bothered. That's H-O-T and B-O-T-H-E-R-E-D. This one's slightly making fun of the person though, to say someone's getting hot and bothered. So you might be unlikely to say it to someone directly, unless you want to make them more hot and bothered, of course. Back now to the more positive end of excitement. If you're watching a film or a series on Netflix, perhaps, that's exciting, that's difficult to stop watching because you want to know what happens next. You might have a binge watch, as we say, B-I-N-G-E. That means you watch a lot of episodes all at once. Here, we might express excitement by saying you're on the edge of your seat. We might use that phrase negatively when we're waiting for some news that will have a big impact. You might be on the edge of your seat with worry, but we can also use it in a positive way. If a series on TV has me on the edge of my seat, it means I'm enjoying it. Let's do some pronunciation practice now while we just recap on the words that you've learned. This will help you remember them, but it will also give you some speaking practice. Try to repeat these sentences after me. And the context that I've used in each sentence will remind you of the particular flavour, the particular meaning of this word inside the broader idea of excited. Number one, I was so excited to go on holiday and fly on a plane for the first time after lockdown. Number two, my son is nervous about his maths test. Number three, my sister is delighted with her new puppy. Number four, Prince Charles was thrilled to hear of another grandchild on the way. Number five, I'm passionate about animal welfare. Number six, he's keen to have piano lessons. Number seven, I'll be eager to get out in the garden in the spring. Number eight, I'm enthusiastic about our new projects for Adept English. Number nine, I get wired when I have too much coffee. Number ten, he's all fired up about his new job. Number eleven, don't get hot and bothered, I'm going to move my car straight away. Number 12. 
We were on the edge of our seats the whole time as we watched that second series. OK, practice these words and expressions by listening to this podcast a number of times until they become familiar to you and use the quiz to test how well you've remembered them. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.